Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath, You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM, filling in for Nick and Ken. Ryan and I will be with you tomorrow as well. Show goes until 7 o'clock Eastern time. We are with you right now on Stadium, so make sure you go to Stadium or watchstadium.com. We're with you on Stadium until 6 o'clock Eastern time. We're also on twitch.tv slash betql. Over on YouTube, search Odyssey Sports Series Channel 160 and Series XM 205. We just had Kevin Sweeney on, covers college basketball for Sports Illustrated. Some good stuff there from Kevin talking about the uh, the futures market. SEC is a really good league this year, Ryan. There, oh, yeah. are, there are a number of good teams. Big 12 is a really good league this year. I'm wondering, like the Big 10 for like the last five years has been the league that's gotten like nine, 10 teams into the tournament. And this year we might only get like six or seven. Yeah. You think this is the year we get like two Big 10 teams in the natty? Like we get Purdue and Michigan State. I could care less what Michigan State's doing right now. We know when Izzo and that team gets to March with the veterans on that team, even if they're on the 10 seed line, that's fine. I'll still take them. Think so this year? I don't yeah. know, man. I hate Michigan State this year. Do you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like them. I think they're, I'm 0-3 betting Michigan State this season. Uh, I do like this Purdue team, though. Yeah, I, I know, do. But we'll see once we get to the NCAA tournament. All it takes, though, is Zach Eady getting in foul trouble in one of these games. No question. You know, and then they could get knocked out. But, yep. yeah, I'm a big Big Ten guy being from the Midwest. Every year, yeah, like you said, 9-10 teams get in, but you know, they, they never actually do anything. You know, those guys... Although, you know what? I won't say that. You know, you got Michigan State. Michigan had a run a couple of years ago. They have some success. It is a shame Illinois doesn't have Shannon because they got a good team, too. Wisconsin's yeah. pretty good this year, but can you trust them to win outside of Cole Center? No. Yeah. No, but I always trust them in the Cole Center. It, always trust them I mean, that's a tough place to that, play. That is a tough place Yeah, but I don't like them as much on the road. Yeah. I'm actually surprised how they look this season. I mean, they beat Marquette earlier on this year, mm-hmm. head to head. Yeah. yeah, it's just like you said, they whooped on Virginia. It's been a it's been a down year for the league, like you said. Like Indiana, you can't trust them outside of Assembly Hall. Maryland's been terrible. Michigan hasn't been good. So where just, are you at with Alabama? I have the under in Alabama's game tonight. But oh yeah, I'm like looking the at under. their futures, twenty five to one. Yeah, no, Alabama's going to be one and done in the tournament. If they're like a four or five seed, I can't, I just can't wait to bet against them. They play no defense. They don't have any size. Any good team that they play against this year, both of their big guys foul out every time. Creighton, Purdue, Arizona, all three of those games, their big men fouled out in both of those games. Yeah, yeah. Loggy and Pringle, they can't stay on the floor. I mean, look, they're the number one rated offense in Ken Palm. They can score with absolutely anybody. But we know with Nate Oates, they live and die by the three. If they're making their threes, they can beat anybody. If they go three for 28 like they did against San Diego State last year, they're going to lose. So... They're just they're nowhere near the team defensively they were last year. They don't have the size and athleticism they do last year. They're a fun watch though, and they could score. I do like the under tonight. That feels like an eighty-two to sixty kind of game to yeah. me. I kind of would lay the eleven and a half with them as well. Um, but no, I just there were uh, they would be other teams in the SEC that I would trust more going forward. I love Auburn, uh, Tennessee. I mean, we know twenty to one get on Tennessee. Out. Yeah, I just. I don't know, man. It's like Rick Barnes is another one of those coaches. Like, the team, they're so good defensively, and they can beat anybody, but do you trust them to score enough points? I don't know if I do. No, um, I like Kentucky a little bit better at 16-1, to and if Cal doesn't do it with this class, with this freshman class, I don't know that he's ever going to get that national championship. And remember, like, last year, people wanted him gone. I know. So I would maybe look at them 16-1. to I FAU has some bad losses, like I just talked about. Yeah. But, I mean, they're 35-1, to vet team. And then the only other team I would maybe look at, maybe consider, um, 
would be Creighton at 25 to 1. Mm-hmm. Coming into the year, I really like them and Marquette. Marquette's down to 18 to 1 right now. I kind of like Creighton. Uh, what do you think about Duke this season? Not not as far as like 20 to 1, that's their price national championship team, but I like Duke at home. Obviously, I hate Duke on the road. No, I don't Since like John Duke. Shire's got that job. Duke is this year's UNC. They were the team yeah. that got hot at the end of the year. Everybody fell in love with. They really weren't as good as they perceived. They were too high to start the year. I think Duke could be like a one and done team in the tournament. I do too. I'm not. I'm not high on them at all. Yeah. You're right with Kentucky though, man. They just got guards for days, like Reeves, Dillingham, Shepard, Wagner. I mean, you're right. That freshman class. They got some veteran dudes. Um, they if they're hitting their threes, they're they're gonna because. See, the thing with Kentucky the last couple of years is Cal hasn't had shooters. Well, right. He's got three guys that shoot over 40% from three. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. That's the difference this year. They yes. have shooters, and they're actually, like, I mean, they're, what, a two-loss team. Like, they have double-digit wins already this season. Yeah. Like, the last couple of years for Kentucky, they've got off to slow uh, slow starts, which makes sense because it's a bunch of one-and-dones every year. And, like, Cal talks about this. They don't even put in their defense until, like, the second month of the season. They don't really run a whole lot anyway. Yes. You know, they don't really run a whole lot of sets. It's just a bunch of NBA pros out there, but... Yeah, I like this team this year. Can I give you two others that I think a lot of people like? And I just, Arizona, the more I watch him play. Yeah, I'm not going to do it this year with Arizona. Mm, I, I just, I don't know, man. They're so talented. They're so good on offense. Yeah. I just, I, I, I fear there's a Tommy Lloyd, Mark Few thing there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, I just, they're a disappointment every year in the tournament. And then Marquette, I just love that roster. I love me some Kolick. Love me some Cam Jones. Igadar is good. I don't know, man. They just, like, I watched them against Seton Hall over the weekend. They go up against a team that can make shots. I I, I worry about Marquette. All right, so with Arizona, I mean, they lost three games in 15 days. They gave up 100 points to Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. So I'm not, like, completely out on them, but I'm kind of out on them. And then Marquette, yeah, I played the Futures coming into the season. I'm, like, I like Tyler Kolick. I like Shaka. But... I don't know, man. Like, do, do you trust him to win big games? No. Nope. Love the energy. Love him, but I, I don't trust him on the road. He's over there, like, getting in his defensive stance. Yeah. You know the know. team? You know, UConn could go back-to-back this year. They could. I don't care what they do in Big East play. It's going to be the same thing as last year. Just look at what they did in the non-conference, right? I was going to say, like, if a team's going to do it because it's so tough to do in today's college basketball, I can maybe see them. They're 15-1 to right now. I don't hate that. No, I don't either. I, I like UConn, man. I like UConn. Uh, what do you like in this Dolphins-Chiefs game? Kansas City's favored by four at home against Miami this weekend. We talked about the weather earlier in the show. It's supposed to be like eight degrees. Coldest game in the history of the Miami Dolphins. They really don't like road games either. Uh, one in 17, Ryan, straight up in games 49 degrees or below since January of 2017. It's insane. Yeah. One in 17. And this is an offense that we know wants to throw the ball. So the only thing re- Dolphins related that I would play in this game is either their team total under at 15 and a half or I would play HN props. I think with Tua being from Hawaii, going to school at Alabama and playing quarterback for the Dolphins, he's not going to want to play in this. Your only chance is for A-Chain to bust some long runs or for, you know, Maybe Mahomes to have a tipped interception or Kadarius Tony fumble. You need Kadarius Tony to basically screw up yet again, right? Like that's what you need. So I think A Chain's the only guy from the Dolphins I could back in this game. Yeah, yeah. Now that it's at four, I kind of like Miami in this game. I was kind of hoping that we wouldn't get to four because initially I planned on betting Kansas City because of what you said. I mean, you get the cold weather game, you get Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes at Arrowhead. And in the playoffs, I mean, I want the best quarterback, man. I know that that's lazy handicapping, but I want Pat Mahomes, who I think is the best quarterback in NFL history with one of the best play callers, especially because, like, in the playoffs, he starts using his legs more. 
You know, you get more. He's going to take off. He's going to leave the pocket. And uh, he's just so damn good. And then the defense, you know, I, like I, I thought Miami was going to be a team to buy in on because I love Jalen Phillips and he goes down for the season. I mean, they just have so many injuries. Uh, I like Fangio. They finally get Jalen Ramsey back a couple weeks ago, and I felt better about the secondary, even though I don't really love Xavier Howard. But, I mean, now I worry about them generating a pass rush a pass rush in this game, and if Mahomes is just sitting there in a clean pocket, I think he's going to be able to pick apart that secondary if you give him time. And then the Chiefs on the defensive side of the ball, that's really what's kept them in games this season. That's the reason they're a double-digit win team this year. Mahomes never really found that true number one wide receiver. Travis Kelsey, I think he's nearing the end. Uh, and I think he's kind of figured that out, which is what he's doing with, uh, you know, like Taylor Swift stuff. I think he's really smart, but he's obviously lost a step. He's still good and could get open in the middle of the field. But I worry a little bit, uh, like in this game, like Tyreek, obviously a nightmare matchup for any team, but I like Snead a lot. And if you play Snead on Tyreek, you have some safety help up top. How healthy is Jalen Waddle in this game? I yeah. still think Miami will be able to run the ball, but at four, I kind of like the Dolphins, and I initially planned on betting the Chiefs, but now that we got past the field goal, I'm going to have to take Miami even in a cold-weather situation, even though I'm down on Tua. Everybody's down on Tua right now. I mean, four is a big number here. It is. I mean, especially because it opened up at one and a half in some spots, right? So, like, the weather is built into the handicap. It's the weather, not like, the injury report, yeah. Yeah, like, all that is built into this. And it, it's certainly a buy-low spot on Miami. I mean, they look terrible against the Ravens. Uh, yeah. They should have won that game against the Bills. Like you said, they suffered injuries. Mahomes didn't play last week, so he's well-rested, ready to go. And it's the Chiefs at home in a, in a cold-weather game. So, all of that is built into it. I don't. I, I can't get there. I think Kansas City money line putting that into a parlay is is the way to go. Would you right? be shocked if Kansas City made a run and won the Super Bowl? I wouldn't. No. But would I also wouldn't be shocked if they got beat by double digits here in this game against Miami? Only because okay, it's going to be a cold weather game. Maybe you don't trust Tua, the Hawaiian quarterback, you know, playing in like negative three degree weather. Yeah. But Miami could run the ball. I mean, that's what Mike McDaniel. That's his bread and butter. Yeah. I mean, he was the run game coordinator in San Francisco. And uh, HN and Moser, I believe they're one and two in DVOA rushing the football this year. And I know that um, it's cliche, but you hit the road. And if you're able to run the ball in these games, I don't know, man. I think they could at least keep this one close. I wouldn't be surprised if Miami won the game. It's just the injury report right now. You know, like all their pass rushers are hurt. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to have what, like Melvin Ingram out there who you just picked up off the streets a couple weeks ago. Yeah. That's kind of concerning when you're going against Patrick Mahomes. But at four, I think Miami has to be the play. Anything under a field goal, I'd probably like the Chiefs here. Money line's minus 210. I don't really want to touch that. What about the total at 44? Especially if Miami is going to have to run the ball in this game. If it's a cold-weather, windy day at Arrowhead, I don't think they're going to be able to push the ball down the field. And like we said, Kansas City's secondary is pretty damn good. Their defense is pretty good. And it's Spags with a full week to prepare for Mike McDaniel in this offense. I might lean under. I, I kind of like, I like the under, I like the Dolphins team total under at 21 and a half. Now it's juice minus 160, so maybe you can get like an alternate number or something like that. But Ryan, I mean, this Dolphins offense has has struggled recently and especially in these big games, 19 against the Ravens, that would go under, 22 against Dallas, that barely goes over. When they matched up against the Chiefs in uh, in Germany, they only scored 14 points in that game. Scored 17 points against the Eagles, 20 against Buffalo earlier on in the year, right? So in all these games where they've gone up against some of the elite teams in the NFL, I mean, they're they're you know the highest they've scored is 22 yeah. in the game, and now we're getting them in crazy low temperatures. So I know you got to lay some crazy juice again. Maybe you look for like an alternate, like an 18 and a half, 17 and a half, or something like that. 
I like your idea of the under. I think the Dolphins team total under is the way to go. Scary thing about the under is just with the Dolphins defense. Like that was a must win game against Baltimore because they had the shot at the number one seed and the Ravens did what they hung 50. They did whatever they wanted in that game. Yep. So the, the Dolphins for me are just so inconsistent, but at four, I feel like they have to be the play. Maybe the, maybe I stay away from that total just because it's Mahomes and then it's, you know, that offense for Miami. That's kind of scary playing an under there. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what the weather ends up looking like, but yeah. More You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM, coming up after the break. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network.